We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The baseball season is go, go, go. It's nonstop, relentless for every night, six straight months, and then hopefully another month in October. You also have work, friends, family, and a million other things going on. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. I mean, the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Is there anything better than opening up your refrigerator after a long day, seeing that icy cold Coors Light can or bottle in your fridge? The answer is no, there's nothing better. That's why... When it's time to chill, you choose Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So that's why when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show after the ALDS Game 1. The Yankees won, and we are standing or sitting. What are we doing? We're sitting in the bleachers. Outside of the old, I don't know what you're saying about. We we are at the we're at the, we're at the hallowed grounds of we're the old Yankee right Stadium. I we're see. A, we're in a beautiful place. This is where I stood online in 1996 waiting for World Series tickets. I waited on this on this exact grounds, and it went around the stadium multiple times, and then a riot, a, a riot, a riot ensued. <laughs> You're standing. I feel like I'm. <laughs> I stood up. I don't want to sit down because the bench is cold. I'm looking at the bat right now to my left, just to set the scene. The bat is to my left. Meet me at the bat is to my left. The current stadium is to my right, right behind me. 
we have JJ, Frank, and Neil Keefe pretending to run bases at the old Yankee Stadium. They think, and their wives, they think they are like old Yankees time players. They're running the bases. They're drunk. They're excited after a Yankees win. The Yankees won. They won game one. JJ's walking over. He, I think he wants to get in on this action. Very, very badly wants to get on. But let's talk about this game. Look, we got, we got a short amount of time. We don't have an hour like we normally do. We're going to do, what, 20 to 30 minutes of what happened today. We're going to do as long as my hand doesn't freeze. And, and good things happened today. Very good things happened today. We came in, and we were highly motivated. And and uh, I know I predicted uh, a 3-0 <laughs> end of the season. So you're one for three so far. Yep. I didn't predict anything. And you were mad about that. I could tell. It was very, very apparent that you were mad that I predicted something. No. I just think it's stupid that people predict games three, four. Oh, my team's going to win in three. My team's going to win in four. Like, who cares? Do you think your team's going to win or no? Here's what happened today. The offense showed up, right? We thought that the offense would show up, and it did. It did. It was a weird offense. I'm not going to lie. Couple gift runs, but that's okay. Was different. You talking about Brett Gardner betting third? Talking about Brett Gardner betting third. Well, he did that in Texas. Yes, he did. (laughs) But we're all looking at everything. We all understand that Brett Gardner's had a great year. He's had a great year. The Blue's like, you know what? I'm gonna bet him third. And you know what he did? He hit a home run. Of course he did. So nobody can say a goddamn thing. Even if he went 0 for 4, no one could say a goddamn thing. Whatever, the Yankees won 10 to 4 or 10 to 5. What was the score? What was the final score? 10 to 4. It doesn't 10 to 4. Thank you, Frank. 10 to 4. Here's the beautiful thing. We're watching this game and we're waiting because it was a long game. Let's if, if I know everybody was watching at home or if you were at the stadium, today was a long game. And we're watching this game, we're watching it transpire. And we're waiting for like big offense to happen or like these big moments to happen. And half uh, not half. Uh half <laughs> pitch. Paxton had some good early moments, right? But he let up runs. If you look at the final line, it wasn't what you wanted. It wasn't what you expect from that, from uh, Paxton on a good on a good start. They said before the postseason, Paxton's going to be our quote traditional starter. And by traditional, I guess they meant maybe get into the fifth inning. <laughs> and it was it was barely there. Yeah. Like, the Yankees were holding on to this, to what this was. It was, a it was a real game. And then it became a deficit, and then it became a lead, and it was it was all done by things that were not ordinary. It wasn't an ordinary game. <laughs> it was a like close a, game. Like a, uh, 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 it's like a, a traditional back and forth. It was, it was a close game. Well, first of all, the Yankees were losing in the first couple of innings. It was a close game when Paxson left the game. They had to go to the bullpen. They went to Adovino, who got nobody out, walked a guy. Then they brought in Canely, who got a couple of big, big outs. It was a close game when Paxton left. So we learned, we knew exactly what the Yankees pitching strategy was going to be, which is pull our guys as soon as there's trouble. No questions asked. We're pulling our guys the moment we see trouble. I pissed on a, I pissed on a public building, and Neil Keith is leaving now judging me. Where are you going? Ah, uh, it's cold. Neil's cold. Neil's cold. And everybody judged me. And Here's the thing. JJ on the beat. We're going to win the World Series. And there are a lot of nine-year-olds who are sitting around in New York City 
and outer boroughs and even some suburbs who have never seen a Yankees World Series championship. And if you are raising one of those children who have never seen a World Series championship, tonight is more proof than ever. We went down early and we fought and we fought and we just came back and we are soon to be the 2019 heavyweight champions of the world. Oh, cause you think, you think you're gonna do serious analysis of this game? We're winning the World Series. It's over, Scott. We're winning the World Series. Was a good thing. Because you know what? Everything was great. What we didn't do tonight was put out our best effort. And we still won the game. They won and 10 to 4. Are, That's a good effort. Are, you know what part of that is happening? It's just the Minnesota Twins. Is the it the Minnesota Min Twins are a real thing. Last so episode, last episode, we said, oh, maybe we're afraid of the Minnesota Twins. Are we? It's just a thing. It, it's, you know what? It's a, it's a do thing, right? They are do. There's no doubt about that. There is no doubt about that. But you know what? What we saw today, it doesn't matter. The Yankees are still the better team. And they should win the game. And they should win the series. And that's what I expect. And you know what I expect tomorrow night? If we get 472 motherfucking people out of right field, I expect playoff Tanaka. I expect playoff Tanaka to come out there and dominate. Because we're going to be right here. This is so This is drunk. This is... <laughs> Yes, exactly. This is drunk, sushi eating, uh, noodle bowl eating, noodle bowl eating Scott at a baseball game talking right now. You ate noodles with chopsticks out of a bowl in the seventh inning of a baseball game, of a playoff baseball game. You, Mr. Boiled Hot Dog, yourself. I, I had two of those as well. How many beers did you have? 97 beers. And a bowl of lo mein. The lo mein did not look great. It wasn't great. It was not great. It was pretty much the last thing that I could find that was actually serving. And I was starving. So I ate lo mein. And I ate them with chopsticks. The line was short. So Scott went. The chops. You know, for how drunk you were, you actually handled the chopsticks pretty well. So I commend you for that. However, I don't commend you for eating lo mein in a bowl at a Yankees playoff game. Because... That's not a great moment for the history of Bronx pinstripes. In the history of Bronx pinstripes, I do not want in the pages to be written that Scott ate lo mein at a playoff game, ALDS game one. You ate lo mein with chopsticks. Not great. While the Yankees were killing the Twins. When we're breaking down the game, though, we're looking at what actually happened in, in, in this actual game and seeing how... Uh, how Boone managed this game. I thought it was super interesting, right? Like we 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 didn't have the AODS roster when uh, when we talked about the preview in the, in the beginning. We had the we had the pitching matchups, but we didn't have the roster. There was no Mike Ford. There was no lefty first base back. It was uh, it was Voight who was the the guy after that. who didn't appear tonight. Who was very clear that you know one of the reasons we talked about why he was waiting as long as he did was Encarnacion because he is a lethal. Yeah. And immediately he came up and and was hitting the ball hard. And yeah, so Voight, Voight is on the bench tonight, did not get in the game. We were like, oh, maybe Ford should 
should be on the roster to be a pinch hitter or a first baseman or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, Ford or Voigt probably not going to see the light of day unless something is wrong. It's a pinch hitting situation. I think that's, that's what we, we got to talk about. And that's, that's why I'm surprised that they went with Voigt because of what uh, Mike Ford has done in the pinch hitting. In that role, and, and I understand that the Voight uh, compared to Ford has good numbers against against right-handed pitching. But when you look at the circumstantial evidence, when you look at what uh, Mike Ford has done in the, uh, from the left-handed side in pitching uh, circumstances, you gotta like that. But today it wasn't a day that was fine. You know, <laughs> I don't really. So people were complaining today when the roster came out that Ford wasn't on, and they were complaining that Tyler Lyons was on. But no. no, no. Like, commenting whatever it is if tyler lyons is playing a big part in your in your playoff game you're probably screwed that's the problem i have so but they still took more position players right so they took 12 pitchers which for an alds makes makes sense but but it makes sense that they take one less pitcher cc's his shoulder is hurt injured yeah, he's an injured guy. Fine. I think that's what it says. Fine. Whether you believe whether you believe his shoulder is really injured or not. Roster sees he's injured. That's what I feel. If Tyler Lyons is actually what we're looking at, CC was hurt. Because there's no possible way that happens otherwise. So, I mean, Boone said today Tyler Lyons is on the roster so he can get left-handed hitters out. Good success on left-handed hitters. So. But and CC's like, oh, my shoulder couldn't rebound. So that's what you're saying. Like it was between those two. I think the fact that that CC was not there, they're looking for a guy who can go in and pitch against the lefties. And when you're looking at that, and you're looking at the numbers, Tyler Lyons is the guy. And it was between probably him and Tarpley, and Tyler Lyons got it. It's fine. We didn't see him, and that's fine. No, no, it's fine. Like I said, like Hap pitched tonight when the game was out of hand before Chapman came in. He pitched the eighth inning. Yeah, he pitched a clean inning, and uh, fine. That's what we. But like, the game is ten to four. That's when you lose. That's when you use either Jay Happ or Tyler Lyons. You don't use those guys when it's a one run or a tie game, which is what we're concerned about. I frankly don't care when the game is a six run game because I think the Yankees are gonna win when it's a six run game. When it's a one run game, I get nervous. Yes, and they did that. That's exactly what happened. So tonight was the luxury when it, when you came down to the seventh and eighth inning. What's happening? That was a luxury. It was, was, it, was set them up for better success and that's a great thing because what we're looking at with these two teams there's going to be a lot of offense that's going to happen and offense is probably going to roll today but if you can get a, a hot pitcher or you know a hot starting pitcher and, and guys to follow that up you have a significant advantage in this series so the yankees had to use tonight Adavino. They used Canely, they used Britton, they used Chapman, and they used Green. They used all of their big guys. Tomorrow night, we said last episode, Tanaka, we said Tanaka is, the lights just went out. Literally, the lights just went out on the park. The lights went out on the Bronx. You're in the dark zone. I said last, we said last episode, the Yankees don't trust Tanaka because the... 
Andrew, Andrew's going to keep talking while I find out if my train is actually going to leave from the station. I just need somebody to find out. Yeah, what's up? It's JJ now. Drop a beat, Scott. No, that's it. That's it. He dropped me. I said, uh, so the Yankees burned through their bullpen last night, right? Or tonight, as we're talking. Tonight, as the lights are going out and the old Yankee Stadium hallowed grounds. Yankees burned through their bullpen. Tanaka, tomorrow. Everyone pitched. Everyone pitched, though. Tomorrow night, we said the Yankees are pitching Tanaka in game two because they can trust that they can empty their bullpen and then have the next day off. Now, they could potentially have to empty their bullpen in game two. This is a situation where Tanaka can nut the hell up. He can nut the hell up and say, you know what? I don't need the bullpen for five, six innings. I'm going to go out there and pitch six innings, seven innings, and shut everyone the hell up. He can do that in game two. 5 p.m. Saturday night in the Bronx. It's going to be rowdy as shit. It was loud tonight. People left after the Yankees took a handy lead, which I was a little upset about. Were you upset about that? People left? I honestly didn't even notice it. Good amount of people left. I was very focused on the game. We stayed till the end. I mean, I will always stay till the end. Right. I think if people listen to the show, they understand that I will forever stay till the end. But... The Yankees used all of their big arms in the bullpen. I'm not saying it was hard-fought innings or anything like that, or they're going to be spent. But they used all of their guys in the bullpen in Game 1. And tomorrow night, Game 2, tonight, as people are listening to this, they might need to use them all again. When you when you throw Tanaka in Game 2, and you understand that there is a very high probability, because there is, there's a high probability that he only goes... You know, four to five innings. There's, there's Which is all that all that Paxton went. There's a chance that he goes further than that because Clef Tanaka shows up and all of a sudden we get like a we get an absolute gem. But yes, now our bullpen is a little bit more taxed. We're at a point now where we have to think about what's happened, how many pitches they've thrown, and what they're doing. But look, but I'm watching this team and I'm sitting here and I'm watching this team. I'm seeing these guys and I know they've got it. I don't give a rat's ass. I'm 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 literally at a point now where nothing else matters. It's drunk Scott. Nothing else. Drunk matters. Scott is coming out. Everything is all about what's happening right now. It's game time. It's we're gonna show up. Scott's right drunk. Now. He's coming out in full force. I don't care what they've thrown before. How many innings they've thrown before? What pitches they've thrown before? None of this matters to me. All I care about is what they're doing right now. And these guys, these guys are ready to go. I can see that in their faces. They're ready to go. I've looked in the, I've looked in the lights of their From eyes. section 130 tonight, row eight, you knew they were ready to go. You knew it. You knew they were ready, ready to go. go. Ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. The Minnesota Twins are not going to beat this team. Bottom line. That's what we said already. Bottom we, line. we already knew that. That's what's going to happen. They're making sure that... They're making goddamn sure that happens. Bottom you, line. You are not a believer in the Minnesota Twins. 3-0. I already told you. You think the Minnesota Twins are a joke. They're a joke. Minnesota Twins are a joke. Predictions. I said 3-0. We're going to win this game. We're going to win this series, and we're going to sweep it. That's what I said. Yeah. I'm a man. I hope that happens. You're a man that eats poke bowls or whatever the hell it was yeah, at Yankee Stadium. Delicious. 
chopsticks. You already said on the earlier this podcast. Is that on like a rich point? Oh, you guys still recording? Yeah. So you guys have been listening. If you go on the Bronx Pinstripes Instagram, you'll see what just happened in video. This episode is over because you guys are yelling about nothing and pacing in a park like homeless people. That's what you guys look at right now. Actually, you look like homeless people with microphones. <laughs> I'm honestly, have I'm you standing, ever, I'm standing have with you Scott's ever seen wife homeless- and me and Scott's wife. And then also Frank was there, and that sucked. But me and Bevan were like, they look like homeless people circling, circling each other. Because Andrew at one point walked up a stack of bleachers and then down on a downward slope rant. And Scott was yelling, wearing a, a very nice, and I'm very jealous of it, Yankees like dugout jersey from 1996 with the way he's it's yelling the, jacket from, the way from he, 1980 actually the way he's yelling the is he like it's only at youths so he kind of looks like Buck Walter cuz he's just like Andy Pettit why are you doing all those pickoffs like that's the attitude that he carries about his walk thank you this has been a great episode Please go to at George's Box Pod on Instagram <laughs> and don't and rate and review it definitely don't rate and review it okay that's going to do it for this episode. We are ready for game two. Almost 500 people coming to game two, all in white. We had a surprise. We might as well just say it now because by the time people are listening to this, what's the surprise, Scott? Because they're going to listen to it tonight. We got towels, baby. We got rally towels. We got a thousand of rally towels. I made a lot of them. I made a shit ton of rally towels. And you know what? We're going to hand out every single one of them in section 205 and 206. So be ready for it. The, the section is going to be stupid. It's going to be fun. I can't wait for it. We're going to go up two freaking out in this series on the way to 3-0 because I made that prediction. Yes, your prediction. Hopefully your prediction is right. We all want the Yankees to sweep. Very bold prediction. Keep, keep talking. We all hope. Acting all weird. We all hope. We all hope the Yankees sweep. Thank yes. you. Any last thoughts on game one? No, it was a great day. It was a great day. Bottom line. Of course. You're at the stadium. Great day. You know, Things probably could have gone a little smoother. It was a long fucking game. It was a long fucking game. Mm-hmm. Let's all let's all look at that. It was like four hours. It was weird long though. It wasn't every like, playoff like, game. Why was it that long? Every playoff game that it has been. It shouldn't have been that long. It shouldn't have been that long. <laughs> it was a weird long game. Every. <laughs> every playoff game. Every playoff game has been long. It's like an hour. Right. Base playoff baseball. Playoff baseball is like regular season baseball. Except twice as long. That's what that's what playoff baseball is. It's twice as long as regular season baseball. So deal with it. Just deal with it. I mean, I, I gave you one. I brought you one. Let's go, guys. Let's fucking win this game. We're done. It is cold. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. 
Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.